podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How has Zorb football not taken off during COVID? You haven't won a trophy. You've won promotion. I've seen him twice, Timmy Mallet. He opened up the Millgate Shopping Centre. Really? This isn't a podcast. I think you'll find. This is a business meeting. You leave Ryan Reynolds alone. He's been through a lot this season. Can't wait for them to have to act that out on the charades round of a question of sport. Half-time bullseye, why not? Could you win a speedboat? Forgot Les Parry took charge. I've got a pair of his shorts upstairs somewhere. (laughs) Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of the brand new rebranded It's Only a Game podcast. I am Jimmy, I'm joined by Matt, Deck and Greg. How are we all, gents? Bloody hot. It's too hot. Don't like it. I love it. Sticky, sticky weather. Matt, do you want to tell everyone that you're in, well, where you are? Uh, I'm, I'm sat in the garden doing this because it's nice and cool in the garden. <laughs> I'm not sat up in a bedroom sweating my arse off. Alfresco, I'm, I'm doing it the Italian way. Someone's done a good router. It, it is, you know, tell a lie. I'm Sky Broadband. I'm very impressed. I was in two minds about doing it, but it's it stretched this far. Can't complain. This episode is sponsored by Sky Broadband. Do you want to do your podcast outside? Get Sky Broadband or Plusnet Plus or Net, any Plus other um, internet providers. But not Talk Talk, but we're not going to go into that. Right. Yeah, Talk Talk's crap. No, no distant Talk Talk. Yeah. Not good. Bloody rubbish. Yeah. If, if Talk Talk actually do want to sponsor us for any money, then great. But please. They won't. Know. Otherwise, no, nah, we don't want to know. Go away. We never get the email. No. No, that's it. No. Yeah. True. It wouldn't actually arrive, would it? Anyway. Dak, Greg, how's how's things? How's your summer going? How's the not too bad? Just started my uh, six week holidays today, last day in work, so uh, I can start to look forward to the new season a little bit now. Nice one. All good. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, as Dak finishes one job, Greg, you've started another. You've started your job as a uh, your own personal barber. Yeah, yeah. I just got fed up with my hair and decided to cut it myself. Shell was sort of like, don't do it. No, you'll be fine. Like, don't do it. It's not as long as you think. And I said, I just want about that much cutting off it. And then I did, and it was actually all right in the end. But I think that's because I cut it twice over lockdown and uh, see myself have some sort of a hairdresser, but obviously I'm not. But yeah, it'll do. Yeah, I mean, I'm the vintage Greg in your life where I remember your uni days where you used to regularly use the clippers on yourself. So yeah, it's it's not that much of a shock to me that actually you are quite the... um, which hair? For quite the uh... my back, Matt. Well, I uh, start as you mean to go on, boys. Right, so we're just gonna have hair removal cream sponsors instead. <laughs> yeah. Right. Should we go into quickly why we, why we change the name? Is that an idea? Uh, yeah, I think we'll explain that. Go on, Matt. Let's quickly just go into why we change the name. Well, we figured because Deck has now joined us as a permanent uh, host. Picture. Deck annoyingly Why, doesn't support team he plays in blue. For God's sake. They did for a while in the late 80s. They, they did, yeah. they did for that, but again, that'd be a, a slight reference. And we figured we'd just it's branch out and make it a it. more of a football themed podcast. We were thinking of a name and as a classic thing that mums used to say to us, and still does. It's only a game, lads. So we thought, you know what? It's only a game. Fits it pretty well. We don't take ourselves too seriously. And uh, was going to sit here and chat rubbish about Clearly. football for an hour and a half. Yeah. Pubes. pubes five minutes in. 
and uh, this is it. <laughs> It'll be mainly pube later only, content, guys. Going it's forward. only a pube. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you can't. I think the heat's got to us, guys. I think the forty degree heat, heat yesterday, guys, has definitely got yeah. to us. I, I do sincerely apologise for my own actions. Hey, I Greg, Rochdale's thirty-eight point seven yesterday. People, I'm it melting was in Rochdale. In Rochdale. And it was in Ibiza yesterday. That's five degrees and points you got on it. It was, um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, probably. It was hotter in Rochdale yesterday than it was in Ibiza. Take that for what you will. Oof, well, you know, bit of a choice there. I who needs, who there, needs or, to go on know, holiday? Yeah, go on holiday to Rochdale. Imagine that. Costa del Rochdale. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's yeah. up there with Roche-Ferre. Roche-Ferre, yeah. Roche-Ferre. Roche-Ferre. French version is superb. On the old lifts on a Mersey rail when you're dead on it, like James Street or whatever, you go down and the list lift and it'd list off all the names and whatever woman they got to to do the recording must have been a Tory um, and pronounced Rock Ferry as Roche Ferry. <laughs> Roche Ferry. And it's it was definitely high. 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 It was definitely no, no, he needs the money, doesn't he? Or does he? Hey. What hassle of Easter? <laughs> That's what he said in his leaving speech. If anything, ah, some sort of them the brakes. That is that. Them, yeah, they're on the brakes. Boris Johnson them and the Pubes is the two opening um, themes. Okay, going and well, both this. very similar. Well, well, very, if very you're similar. still listening, then I commend you because. Boris Johnson and pubes are not things that. Well, you know what? I'm not going to even finish that sentence. Um, right, let's actually get on to the football. Um, so basically, the idea is, as Matt has alluded to with this podcast now, is we're not going to just focus on Everton Rochdale. We will discuss Everton. We will discuss Rochdale. We will discuss Tranmere. We'll discuss a lot of football because let's be honest, there's so much mad stuff in football that happens on a regular basis that we figured it's worth just branched out to. And obviously, if you guys have got questions, listeners. Or, you know, I'm sure you've got many questions at the moment. I've listened to the first five minutes of this nonsense. But, um, but yeah, if you guys have got anything you want to say or, you know, any questions or any stories, anything at all, really, that you'd like to, to bring to our attention, then we are always more than welcome to have your input. But I think we'll start just by looking at the new season in general. Um, and we can pick whoever we want to start, really, Premier League, National League, wherever. But I just think, what's something you're looking forward to this season could be a team, could be a competition, just anything at all. Are any of you lads have thought about that you're really looking forward to seeing this season during the during the um, the league season? I'm looking forward to Barcelona trying to actually justify their accounts after buying Lewandowski, Rafinha, whoever else, because they've gone from having no money to spending a lot of it in the space of about two weeks, and I cannot quite figure out how. That's and that's going to be an interesting one come Christmas. How the hell they're going to score? Uh, yeah, I don't understand Barcelona's transfer policy. Are they going for young players? Great, going for old players? It's great. It's they are literally the the epitome of throw enough shit at a wall, something's going to stick. Um, they've got Aubameyang and Lewandowski, which was great about ten years ago, but now they're both going to be playing for the main man in the dressing room. I, I honestly, they've got two lads from you know on a free, Christiansen and I've forgotten the other one now. Oh, and Frank Kessie. And it's just mm. like, what are you doing? It's really cobbled together squad. And when they've got no money, it's the point where Bayern Munich have gone, yeah, we'll accept your Lewandowski bid because we don't think you're going to exist in two years. It's just like, <laughs> what is going on there? You know, this is Barcelona we're talking about. So 
Oh, it's it's going to be weird. That it is weird. Apart Which from obviously, oh yeah. Apart from obviously Barcelona, a big big name in in world football. I, I was thinking about this the other day. Why why has Lewandowski gone? Because surely it's a safer bet staying at Bayern Munich. You'd have thought, or, or am I missing something there? Fair enough, it's Barcelona, but at the same time, Munich are a big big side, aren't they? It looks like he's gone because he's basically achieved everything he can possibly achieve at Bayern Munich. Like, I can't see what else he could really do. Because um, they're going to win the league this season, unless someone steps up. But you, odds are they're going to win the league. So he's probably got, I just thought I'd fancy a new challenge. But I, yeah, I'm with you, Greg. It was a strange one when it popped up. And the fact that he was really pushing for it. Um, but I suppose Barcelona, regardless of the mess they're in, are still Barcelona. We can't talk as Everton fans. Yeah, he's, he's always, he's always fans to move to Spain. But that's what makes me laugh. He's always fans to move to just to Spain. You know, and I think a lot of players who do fancy move to Spain, you know which two clubs are talking about. They're not fussy either way. But the thing is no. that, like, you, you should be one or the other, really, because they're such arch enemies. He's just taking his chance to go. And I can't say I blame him. He's on decent money. Buy and get a good amount from as well. I think it's about 60-odd million, including add-ons. So for a 30, mm. was it 33, yeah. 34 year old now? I think it's the second. Yeah, I think it's the second like most expensive transfer fee for a 32 year old or above. Obviously, Ronaldo to Juve being the most expensive. Yeah, so he's 33. Like, so it's it's you know pretty expensive for a player of his age. But also, he's an absolute machine, and he's signed a four year contract. And if you're telling me you don't think at 37, he will still be banging them in. I think he will be because yeah, he's not rounds. a normal 30. He's not a normal 33 year old. He's an absolute machine. That guy. He's probably got his last World Cup coming up in the summer. Winter even, sorry. That was a slip of the tongue. Um, and I think, yeah, a chance to rebuild Barcelona. Um, Christ knows in what image, because the scattergun approach is just like Everton circa 2017. But, yeah, I mean, it's Barcelona. You, you wouldn't say no, but part of me was thinking, is it a bit of a backward step at the moment? Because Bayern Munich are buying bloody Munich, and they're, you know, well, we'll get on to maybe whether they might win the league or not this year in Germany at some point. I have a couple of questions about that. But, um, yeah, it was a very weird move, but it's been on the cards for ages, hasn't it, really, with, with mm-hmm. him being a bit restless at, in Munich. And, and now he just wants a new challenge, which I think, again, is fair enough, like you say. It's a strange one, but, uh, yeah, it's very Barcelona at the moment. I mean, who else? They signed Rafinha from Leeds. What was that, 70-odd yeah. million, something like that? There's talks of, well, there's still talks Quite of De Jong going to United. Rafinha, I, I like Rafinha mm-hmm. for 70 odd million, was euros, call it what, 60 million quid, whatever it is. I suppose Leeds probably set their price knowing that, that he was going to go at some point and someone paid it. Like, Leeds are, again, well, a team well, that, that a... they've sold big money this, for well, two big players this summer for big money. But they set their price and Barcelona, for some reason, paid it. But yeah, there you go. There, there was a there was a market for Rafinha there wasn't there because Arsenal and Chelsea were interested so they were able to hmm. put the price up Leeds because they yeah, knew there was a, a few suitors. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, speaking of Leeds, I have to admit I am excited to see Leeds this season. I I don't know why or how, as in they're either going to be absolutely brilliant <laughs> or they're going to get a record loads point totally down by Christmas. I can't work it out because they've obviously sold Phillips to City, they've sold Rafinha to Barcelona. They've reinvested in what players... Everyone seems to be from a Red Bull team. Because Jesse Marshall was <laughs> in the Red Bull like group for a time. I like Tyler Adams. I wish we'd have signed him. I liked him at um, Leipzig. Can't say no too much about the others, though. 
um, which could be a good thing. Could be could be an absolute disaster because obviously players coming in from abroad for the Premier League can take time to adapt. And also, as a mixture of that, the Jesse Marsh sort of like Ted Lasso type optimism and knowing that even though he's been gone for a little while, there's still in that squad that lingering sense of Bielsa about them. And you just know they're going to mm. spank some teams. Like, probably going to go to someone 4 0 this year. But you know they're going to lose about 7 0 at some points because they're just going to go all out attack with without their main attacking threat in Rafinha and without their whole midfielder in Phillips anymore. So I just think they're going to be, like, really fun to watch, whether it's just them getting smashed each week or whether their game is going to be real ding dong battles. I'm looking forward to see how they do, genuinely. Plus, it's Leeds. Phillips is a, you know. Phillips is a big loss for them. As proven last season, he didn't. Must, he didn't play a lot last season, and it showed that they really missed him. And Patrick Bamford, who they've got back this season, I assume. Um, but yeah, they're, they're an interesting setup because, like I said, they've bought about seven or eight players this summer. They've bought quite a lot. Um, you have to flop up that for me to double check. I'm pretty sure they've bought quite a few players. Albeit, I agree, all from the Red Bull structure in some capacity. Um, but they needed to invest. They had to show that the money they were selling those two players for was going back into that squad. And it could, it could work out, or it could be a case of like, we're wearing, what, 2017, was it 2016, 17, where you spend too much on too much and it never gels. And here we are, what, six, five years later, stuck in the same rut of trying to get rid of some dead wood. But who knows? Who knows? I've seen one, one player they have signed, actually, I'll tell why. One player I'm forward to seeing, actually, is uh, Louis Sinistera from Feyenoord, who I do a lot of look off, really tricky winger. Um, but again, Eredivisie tax. Is he going to be, you know, the rulers from coming from the Netherlands, either fantastic or the absolutely bomb it and a shite, David Klassen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyone else looking forward to anything else this season? Anything in football at all? Go on, Dak. Yeah, uh, quite looking forward to seeing how Forrest head on, to be honest. Um, I think we alluded to it a little bit in the previous post, uh, podcast in terms of, um, obviously, that we were all fairly happy that they'd gone up. Um, none of us with any kind of affiliation to them, but just seeing that kind of old school uh, team back up in the Premier, it'd be interesting to see how they get on. Um, not too sure in terms of recruitment, how many players that they brought in, but just be interesting to kind of see that. Um, they had a, a really good push and crack at obviously promotion um, after a bad start in the Championship, and just kind of see how they get on. And I always feel like teams like that, where they're not necessarily a yo-yo team. Um, but the, just to see how they get on and really to, to test the um, the level and standard of the Prem. So one one for me to watch out for, I think. Yeah, I'd agree. They're linked with Jesse Lingard, I saw this afternoon, which mm. is an interesting one. I mean, I didn't... They looked at how much Jesse Lingard is looking to get a week and they realised that Forrest are not going to give him 180 grand a week. Or if they do, they're bloody mental to give him Not many clubs will. I can't, you say that, Everson probably would. <laughs> Yeah, we classically would. If we, if we had that money anymore, we would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, if we were allowed to fund it. It's Can that whole thing. Oh, sorry. Go on, Jim. No, go on. No, no, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say that it's that whole thing, isn't it, of you know a team like that has gone up probably unexpectedly. So if you look at the start of the seasons in terms of their aspirations and so on, did he go up and blow the promotion money? Or did he go up, try and stay up with the team that they've got, you know, maybe one or two players coming, but not too many, and then look to invest? And obviously, if they go down from the Prem, you've got enough money there to really build a solid, you know, self-sustained championship club push and Prem. So it's it's one of those, isn't it? It'll be, be interesting to see what they do, whether they do with Norwich and 
you know, sit on the, the money in the back pocket or whether he'd go up and blow it all. It'll uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Couldn't they have bought quite well? Henderson on loan is a good players, one. Henderson on in goal is a, a a good loan, especially for him as well as more than anyone else. He's getting regular football because he's not going to get at United anytime soon. And that's a, de- a a really good buy on loan. If there's a, a fee in there at some point, great. If you stay up, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Forest again. It'd be nice to have them back as a, a it seems daft in a different team in the Premier League because they're not obviously they're they're regulars for, but it's been such a long time to have them back. A bit like Leeds were a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one, and, and they've. Got to be fun seeing the likes of City, Liverpool, etc. The bigger teams go in there, and Forest would be well up for that based on the FA Cup games in recent years. So. The derbies with Leicester as well, especially after the Cup game last season. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, 100%. I'm really looking forward to seeing um, up front for them, Taiwo Awini, I can't say his name, probably Nigerian international, Mooney on Berlin. Um, every time I watched the Bundesliga highlights last season, Awini had to be scoring for Union, who actually were end up in the Europa League, and they came sixth or fifth in the Bundesliga last season, which for a you know, a relatively small provincial club from Berlin is a hell of an effort seeing as he only came up from the Bundesliga the Zweite Bundesliga about two, three seasons ago. I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing how he gets on. He's he spent it with twenty million quid on him. But I have to applaud the Forest um admin on Twitter for the shithousery today. Keeping it really current. Um little backstory, Forest beat Huddersfield in the league, I think it was not the playoff final in the league back in March. And there was a Turkish, like, chippy place, or, you know, the set of fireworks, because they beat Huddersfield in a league game, which really went up the Huddersfield supporters. Now, but today, they announced the signing of two Huddersfield players with a firework emoji. <laughs> Both Harry Tofflow and Lewis O'Brien have signed from Huddersfield to Nottingham Forest. Nice and I touch. have to absolutely applaud the Forest shit housery there. Fair play to you. And that's why I hope they stay up. <laughs> <laughs> Top quality album work, though. Along similar there's, there's lines, some good, there's some good work. Uh, and it, a bit of a, a different kit release. Um, Bristol Rovers released their away kit yesterday by filming someone spray painting a mural of all of their like famous old players wearing the new kit. Thought it was quite a, an unusual That's take. Nice it looks, looks quite good. Mm. How long it stays there for, I don't know, but something <laughs> different. Who knows? Well, for saying that, I've not seen that. That's really good, yeah. I've got one in keeping in the theme of championship clubs. I'm quite interested to see how John Dal start again. John Dal Thomas start does with Blackburn Rovers as the head coach. Um, I don't think he's had a big team. To I don't think he's been a big. He's not been a manager of a big team. Well, I said big team. I think you'll find. I think you'll find Malmo? Malmo in Norway. Is it Malmo? Sorry, in Sweden. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Malmo. I think Malmo. Yeah, he's former manager of Malmo, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. That'll be. I think that's going to be quite interesting. That because if you, I was taking a look at the championship before, and you look at how many teams are in the championship that you could say, like, if you sort of cancel each other out a little bit, there's so many somewhat names in there that used to be in the Premier League, and obviously last pod we talked about Sunderland, but I'm just just going through the list of the championship. You got Wigan, West Brom. Watford, Sunderland, Stoke, Sheffield United, QPR, Preston, Middlesbrough, Huddersfield, Blackburn. There's like Burnley, obviously. There's going to be some tasty games in there, I think, in the um, weeks and months ahead. But I think that's going to be an interesting one because... Well, Norwich are going to win it because <laughs> it's Norwich. Probably. Watford, like that's uh, only... <laughs> Norwich yeah. and the Fulham Norwich thing where they just swap and swap places. The Fulham Norwich can enjoy they just swap every season. All right, mate. Yeah. yeah. See you this time next so year. 
passing mm. chips. I I quite fancy the chances. I don't know why, but of Swansea. I, yes. I don't know whether they might kick Absolutely. on a little bit. Um, but hopefully the season's slightly better than the uh, the kits that they've released because they are oh, an eyesore, to say the least. Shocking. <laughs> shocking. No. And the, the new badge is no better. The new badge is just the old badge with a slightly blue background in it. Now they've got Joe Allen back, who I think will be an absolute metronome in the Championship. They've got Joel Pirro up front, who I really like. And Russell Martin's a good manager. He's got a good ground that he's done well with them last season. And yeah, no, I've, I do fancy, I fancy Swansea for the playoffs, I have to admit. In the yeah, same vein, five to one at the minute for promotion. Yeah, five to one. That's a decent shout. Decent shout. And I think Watford will struggle. I think the new manager will be gone within like six months. Mm. Sorry to say, there's a lot of Is pressure. This the one that yeah. like we spoke about. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rob, Rob Edwards from Forest Green. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't think he'll. That's I can't. It, yeah. There's so much competition in the championship. Yeah. Yeah, but the owners are so just trigger happy. It's like yeah. Unless you're performing, they'd have to really be up in, the, in the, at least the playoffs by Christmas for him to keep in his job. He could be gone by yeah, October. I mean, speaking of the championship, speaking I'm of- quite intrigued to see Vincent Company at Burnley. Yes. I, I like that as an appointment because I quite like Vincent Company. He could be crap. I just quite like Vincent Company. <laughs> just to elaborate on separate points there, Matt, I'm intrigued to see the East Lancs derby between Burnley and Blackburn. John Dahl Thomas and versus yes. Vincent Company. Yes. That's going to be tasty, that. That must be a and TV job. We got sure. that as a league, we got oh, that yeah. as a league fixture for the first time in years. I love that derby. It's they they say a long it's time. brilliant. They bloody hate each other. It's great. I went to Very long time. a couple of months ago. I went to a Preston game with one of my mates because he lives up that way. Uh, Preston QPR, and we went round a few pubs around Preston afterwards. And the I think Blackpool were playing. Oh, who were they playing? Blackpool were playing Blackburn. And it just absolutely kicked off in the centre of Preston because you had them all sort of <laughs> travelling in between the the sort of Preston somewhat. So it was like four sets of fans kick. It was weird. It's some sort of Mike Bassett behaviour going like, on there. I was, was, like was, was going to say, the airport? I was about to say, was it the airport team from Mike Bassett? Hey, is the Blackpool <laughs> team? You're a cockney, you mug. <laughs> Something like that. But it was weird because it's like... Hey, you're a I'm a Fenian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just like that. It was lots sort of like... Um, Lancashire teams, but Mike Bassett, Lancashire teams in an yeah, airport so or something. Basically, I don't know. basically, Mike Bassett meets Phoenix Knights, essentially, was what you're trying to say. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. That, now, that, I would, that's a crossover we all need. That, that is absolutely oh, a yeah. crossover we all need. Let's, absolutely, let's make yeah. it happen. If anyone's listening that can make that happen, please do it. There's the name of the pod, gents. When Mike Bassett, yeah. when Mike Bassett uh, meets Phoenix, Phoenix Knights. Knights. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There There's it a is. fixture for us all to get that on TV. What a fixture. Um, yeah, no, uh, championship's always a weird one to call, isn't it, really? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it is it's a never fantastic, bang. It's a fantastic league. No, I mean, who had, like, the teams that went up in the end, you know, you know who had Forest, especially when they were bottom league, when the Chris Hughes yeah. a few games gone, going up. Who had Huddersfield and Luton in the playoffs last season? You know, hardly anyone, really. Um, it is always fascinating to see, and I'm just glad that Everton aren't in it. Personally, it was oh god, we nearly had a Derby Wigan this season, that would have been embarrassing. It, but geez. oh hey, there's always this year to get relegated, <laughs> it's looking that way as well. I mean, um, struck down the leagues again. I, I hope, okay. I hope Derby have a good season. I think just after last yes. season, that was such a tough one. They've got new owners, I think I'm right in saying now. Yeah, yes, um, it brings us nicely into League One, to be fair. That's what I was thinking. Um, they're, they're one of the odds on favourites. 
to draw up. I pains me to say this. Pains me. I think Go Bolton are gonna have a very good season. I, I would agree. Won't. They don't have a bad season last year, even League One. They mm. would True. Ian Everts done a solid job one. there and they've recruited well. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong, got but I, I do think that they're due another good season. Is it somebody they've got, I think? And mm. Yeah, I think they're going back up again. I, I'm um, also sort of looking at Charlton a little bit. They've just signed our our captain a few months ago, uh, O'Connell, who's quite a good player. And he sort of did look a little bit out of place in League Two. Obviously, he has played in League One with Dale, but that's that's a nice little signing for Charlton, I think. But um, they, I think they'll be there or thereabouts, Charlton, possibly. But but not obviously not on a derby level, you know. I'll tell you yeah. who will be there. I think Sheffield Wednesday. I know yeah. they were best at the playoffs last year, but they've signed um, win it. Michael Smith, Smith from uh, Rotherham, Ahikwi from Rotherham, uh, Will Vokes from Cardiff. So a few try and make connections there. And obviously, yeah. they love signing the Rotherham players. It's absolutely, you know, again, peak shithousery. Um, and there are other players as well they've signed. I just think they've got a squad like Derby. I think that could that's a good championship squad. Never mind League One. And I do I do fancy the likes of Derby, Sheffield. I know it's big club bias. You can say in League One, it's the classic league where oh, your Ipswich are going to do well and all that because it's a big club and in a small division. But I actually think they've got the means in the squad if they can start well. That's the thing. If they can start well, and I include Ipswich with this because they just never seem to start well in League One. If they can start well, they will. There's no reason why some sides can't smash that league, and it will be well, quite one-sided or two-sided this year. I, I think so because it. You look at League One. Obviously, it, it it is a difficult league, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's like the Championship where it's a difficult game every other week. The Championship, I would say, because the, the the variables of the Championship where you get Wigan. Preston, whatever, uh, Burnley, like we're talking about, uh, QPR, that's that's obviously something else. But obviously, we've seen a few games in League League One over the years, haven't we, with uh, different teams. But it's just it's it's just random. Like if you look at it, there you've got Barnsley, obviously Bolton, but then you've got like Accrington and Fleetwood and Wickham, and it's just a, it's it's quite a bit of a it is such a mixed bag League One, I'd say. It's always a tough one to call those yeah. lower leagues in particular because of how competitive they are. You never really have. It's rare. I mean, looking at it's rare you get teams that are really running away with it by Christmas. It's always, or if they are, I mean, Tramier, a good example of that last last season, season before it was, where they were up at the top of the in the top six and then just fell away a bit. But it's a, yeah, they're always tough ones to call. And anyone that does call them correctly, fair play to them. Unless it's someone, unless it's someone really obvious who's come down or if I'm a, 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 an upper league, I should say, and then has kept that squad together. Um, it's always, always a tough one to uh, to predict. Well, I think that's where the likes of Forest Green are really hard to predict. I know they've lost a fair few players, they've lost their manager, they've got the lad from Notts County, Ian Birchnell, who I really like, as a, I really rate as a manager. He's done a lot of job abroad, did a decent job at Notts County, was unlucky enough to go up with them from the National League. But then, is it one of those with the budget only stretches so far? They're a weird one then, because obviously they've been like quite a big spending fish in the last few years in the fifth and fourth tier. Have they sort of reached their nadir now, and they're going to do like a Dagenham or you know a Stevenage in the past where they've got up so far Crawley, and then sort of get to League One and think, ah, oh, we can't get any further than this realistically without serious investment. Um, hmm. You know, like a lot of their best players have moved on now. 
arguably as well as of course the managers we alluded to so they'll be interesting one to see whether they crash and burn or you know they could hold their own who knows i know Dak, you were saying last season when forest green run away the league you still reckon they'll flop miserably in league one i don't know if you still believe that or yeah, I think, I mean, you've all hit the nail on the head there. With It's going to be a very, very difficult one for for us to, to try and to predict, but I I can't see with the number of big teams in lead one, and I know they're not all going to have good seasons, but it's a big, big step up um, from league two. I don't think the recruitment in terms of players out to players in um, bodes particularly well for them. Um, obviously, you know, sand, sand a couple of players, but I, I do think they'll struggle. Whether they'll come back down, I really don't know. Um, looking in that league, you know, there's there's a few teams that are a lot worse off than them. Um, who you kind of put your mortgage on going down? Um, just kind of looking briefly. Um, I'm just trying to get the league up off the top of my head. I can't think. Uh, lead one. Professional as always, boys. Um, Morecambe, Morecambe, Cheltenham, Cambridge, Exeter, Vale. I think Vale will stay up. I think I think, I think they're more much more likely to stay up than Forest Green. To be quite honest, um, I know I fancy, it, it makes no difference on the pitch, but their fan base and just the size of the club and they've got real momentum behind them. Whereas Forest Green were kind of up and around there for a few yeah. years before they've actually done it. Um, vale have kind of come from nowhere as well. Up front for Vale because he's promised so much down the years. Had so many injuries and stuff, and many yeah. loan spells going from Man United. Yeah. I fancy him to have a really good season and really prove why he was at United Academy and so well fancied for many years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, again, hard to predict, but I, I can see Forestry and I can see them staying up, but they won't do it comfortably. Um, I think it'll just be a case of that there are teams there worse than them. Um, yeah. Of course, in League One this season, we've now got a very fiery fixture um, that's going to need quite a police presence. And that is um, when Joey Barton, the manager of Bristol Rovers, goes to Fleetwood, his old manager club, <laughs> um, because the Fleetwood town manager is none other than former Celtic captain Scott Brown. So, oh, is it? Oh, that's going to be brilliant. Oh, yeah. Going to be a fly line, on the wall in that ra- tunnel. <laughs> oh, someone's <laughs> getting sparked out. Scott Brown, Arsenal man, you I'm absolutely here for it. Absolutely here for it. I'm just gutted that we're not going to get Wayne Rooney versus Joey Barton and Scott Brown as well, because that would have just been like That'd, that would be hilarious. Yeah, just throw Rebecca Vardy in there and just let all shit go off. It'd be great. All police leave would have been cancelled that weekend. They'd have all <laughs> been all been drafted in. <laughs> oh my god, it would have been hilarious. Oh god. Yeah. Right, so I think on to the best league in the world. The greatest league in the world. League two. Pinnacle. Um the absolute peak of English football. I won't hear anything else. Um Dak, Greg, well Matt, you can join as well. I'm gonna let you guys take it away. Obviously League Two is your area of quote unquote expertise. Be as unbiased as you can, lads. What do you think's gonna happen in League Two this year? <laughs> we won't tell anyone if you're biased. Yeah, um, I'm going to be very non-biased. Um, to be quite honest, our recruitment at the minute is of a big concern. We've let a lot of players go. The players that we brought in, bar one, look to be of a decent standard. Um, some some good-looking players change the system, it looks like, but nowhere near enough to even be challenging playoffs for me at the minute. Um, so I'm not going to I'm not going to even 
call where we're going to finish. Um, it could be one of those seasons where we really surprise ourselves and something clicks. But at the minute, there's not enough goals in that team um, for, for me anyway. Um, I think Stockport, if they don't win it, they're going to be right up there. Um, they've got a lot of momentum behind them. They've not really lost any key players and they've done nothing but build on the, the squad that they had. Um, I think they're definitely capable of, of doing what we did coming up from non-lead and going back-to-back and possibly even going one better than actually either winning the title or getting automatic. Um, they'll they'll definitely be up and around there. Um, I know we said it pretty much all the way through last season. I really think Bradford are going to be up there as well this season. Their recruitment so far seems to have been quite good. Um, Mark Hughes seems to... I don't know whether he's drawn some big players in because of his name, but um, they, again, I just can't see them not performing well. Um, I don't know, Mansfield. Mansfield looked solid last season, as did Northampton, but I think Mansfield maybe have just got that little bit more of an edge behind them. Um, Play attractive football, fairly well followed and so on. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's anyone's game. You've got, again, big teams drop down now into our league. I mean, Swindon, they're always going to be knocking on the door. Doncaster aren't the bookies' favourites, but, you know, another big side. They like to yo-yo quite a bit. Um, Grimsby, they're not going to do a back-to-back. No chance. No, I think the problem with Swindon is Charlton seems to have signed off their squad. Yeah. From the looks of it. Every time I look <laughs> on social media, Charlton signed up a Swindon player. I'm like, all right, cool. The point where they even like um, did a skit. I don't know if you saw it the other day. Charlton Simon Twitter. I can't remember which Swindon player it was. Now they did a skit on the office. If you if you go back and watch it, they actually got the office involved as like to reference Swindon in it, and it was just so funny. Fair play to him. Another one of those interesting transfer announcements. Um, one side I'm gonna say that I reckon might do really well this year, and I'm gonna get a bit of hate for this because it's a club that no, it's not Salford. Um, can I guess? Can I guess? Go on then. Is it Crawley? No, it's not Crawley. Although it's right. Is it Wimbledon? No, it's not. Is it Barrett? Is it Bradford? Stevenage. Is it Carlisle? Is it I, I was, that's on my list. That's on my list. Stevenage. Stevenage. I've got Stevenage. I, Wildcat for me. Think what, you, think what you want about Steve Evans, and we do. Um, yes. I think, if you look, they've got Max Clark from Dale. Oh, he's a gammon. He's, he's a complete gammon in a... He's Sombrero king of the gammons. Oh, yeah. He is the, the, the gammon king of the gammons. <laughs> gammon um, king. That's the title. The gammonry. Anyway, Eating a few gammon gammons king. as well, by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah just a few. Absolutely. Gammon oh, king. Jesus, yeah. No, we, we, uh, it's only again podcast. Do not fat shame. Okay, can we just point out before any lawyers come at us? Um, what if yeah, I was just alluding that he liked his food. Yeah. Nothing to do with his no, weight. No, no. I wasn't shaming we're him. The only, the only... <laughs> yeah, we're not shaming him. We yeah. applaud. We're actually applauding him. We're actually admiring yeah. how he can be a professional sports person in that shape. It's, it's you know, it's not dark. That's quite impressive. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Michael Bostwick. Um, I really like Danny Rose from Northampton. I really like him for centre forward. The big one for me though is a player who I really like to look up last season when we went to the Everton Bournemouth game. That's Kane Smith, the right back. Also yeah, he was a good talent. He's, he's blue, but isn't he's he? Gone, he's gone. He looked very yeah, good. Yeah, he's gone to Stevenage. I think he, if injuries, he doesn't get injured. He's only 26, as you can tell, because I'm not going to be fair enough to do this. Obviously, I had this all researched. You know? um, I think he's a cracking fullback, and I think he could, he could kick on above the league. Um, but I think Stevenage have recruited, considering I've been quoted as saying on this podcast many times, can we not lash them into non-league? They are irrelevant, this nondescript southern town club. Um, I, 
actually going to do really well this year, and they're, they're an outside bet for playoffs, I think. There you have it, folks. The betting tip for the season. If you want to lose your house, back Crawley. <laughs> yeah, if you want to lose Crawley, back Crawley, because they're run by cryptocurrency, so that's going to go well. <laughs> the NFT market, I believe, is going superbly at the moment. Not that I know enough about it, but I think it is. Am I right in thinking NFTs and crypto is absolutely going through the floor at the moment? Anyone know yeah, anything it's about volatile. it? It's volatile. It's crashing. Anyone, like the rest of the anyone? economy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Petrol, avocados, yeah. everything. It's fine, guys. Even carrier bags it. have gone up. Shocking. Oh, oh don't tell me that, Deck. Rats. <laughs> Speaking oh. of NFTs. Price of talc next, Greg. You'll have seen... Oh, I... No, no. Speaking of NFTs, I posted on the group chat the other day. Has anyone seen the Nottingham Forest t-shirt that they released? What, the NF? Yes. Yeah, the National Front. The white t-shirt with a red NF on it. Read the room, guys. Read the room. There should have been. Just, there uh, must have been a marketing meeting, and someone's gone. Oh, I'm going to make a guy's there. NF doesn't mean something back looked, in the eighties. It looks a bit national fronty, saying as Forest Golden Era was in the late seventies and early eighties. You'd think they'd know as what was they'd national, national Front's front Golden Era. Oh my god! It was like no, they haven't. That's I definitely been a hungover that, Monday morning choice. That hasn't it? Just you know, right? Yeah, we need something. Who can, who need can design something. a t-shirt in three seconds? Let's put an N and an F next to each other. Oh yeah, that looks good. Print that. <laughs> like a year ten textiles design. This isn't football related, but it kind of works in the same thing. I went to see uh, a concert a couple of years ago, and Jimmy E. World was a support act, and the guy, the lead singer, said, "He goes, right, guys, if you're picking a band name, just think about it. Look at it. Went into an acronym." Which takes a second to kick in, and we all went, What's going on? Oh, Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, he goes, You can't put that on a t shirt. <laughs> I was like, Oh, it's a very, very good point. So, yeah, I, f- I can see Nottingham Forest pain. Good God. <laughs> yeah, can we just point no. out? I think they have pulled it, they have pulled it from the website now, I believe. Um, I'm not surprised. Forest, we'll come down on us. I'd like to know, know who's but, buying um, them. The t shirts. Uh, the people. But probably National Front members are still knocking about. Well, most likely, yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Gammons, Speaking yeah. of um, merchandise shockers, uh, Tramia have decided, you know the little card wallets that you put your season tickets in? The plastic, yeah. like yeah. 3P things, basically weaker than not even a bag for life, right? Have decided to charge the fans £4 a pop for one of those this season. Okay? Four quid. So yeah. someone on Twitter who will remain anonymous, any Tramia listeners will know exactly who I'm on about, replied to it with a picture of a hot dog bun and said that he was selling a TRFC um, officially endorsed hot dog holder <laughs> for £3.50. <laughs> Love it. Four like, pounds like, a pop. Love it. Uh, like Unbelievable. And the fella in front of me in the queue the other day bought three of them. So he's clearly not feeling the pinch. Wow. Money to burn. Can he sponsor the podcast? Could have bought us normal with that money. <laughs> Go on, Matt. What was most, that? I mean, most Premier League clubs these days, if you get a season ticket, I assume most these days, try and give you a, a phone QR code. Because I think Everton do that. That's time I checked. I'm pretty sure most Premier League clubs do it. So I'm surprised that people haven't gone, yeah, it's the same sort of thing. So I'm guessing you knock, knock out the holder deck. No. Uh, no, thanks to Boris Johnson, no, I, I can't afford it. Um, <laughs> and I think if uh, if Sunak gets in, I'll probably have to hand him my season ticket to Christmas. Yeah. Just 
frighten them, boys. The hilarity of him saying, I'm going to fix the economy. What was that, Jimmy? You've been in one, charge. Man. So why would Rishi Shunak be managing Tramia? <laughs> I hope that Roddy's not managing the finances. Oh, uh, God. Here's a point of irony there of him pointing out that he's going to fix the economy. Yeah, he's, him saying he's going to fix the economy, and it's been him in charge of it. Yeah, interesting that, isn't it? You've not been chanced over the last three years, have you, Rishi? No, it's fine. No, um, but we are not a politics anyway, podcast. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. we, we we can be. No, but we, we will if, rip if anyone to anyone to pieces that deserves it. Anyone, yeah. regardless of political allegiance, we will rip anyone. Let's don't make a difference. Um, oh, yeah. Don't make a difference to yeah. us what what colour rosette you like to wear. We will rip you because if you're in knobhead, you're in knobhead. Um, <laughs> right. Any any further thoughts on League Two? Because uh, yeah, for me, yes. I think Crew. I think Crew might double dip. That is not a euphemism. I think they will drop right the way through because Dirty they've got the average squad. <laughs> no, no, they've got the school. They've got the squad age of about twelve. Which say no more. Um, just, just going with the um, you were talking about Crawley before, and obviously the NFT yeah. stuff, and we know that it's quite somewhat, I mean, I, I don't really know a lot about NFT and all that kind of stuff, but all I know is it's quite volatile. They had, is it, I don't, I'm sure they had one of the owners or the owner of Crawley Town on one of the, is it the Lower League Look podcast? I don't know if anyone listens to that. And he was talking like a really good game and I'm thinking, bloody hell, you've done, not that he, you know, I'm not condoning NFT and all that kind of rubbish, but it was just like, bloody hell, he's got it somewhat sussed out. Like, um, because he's, he's an American lad, I don't know if anyone knows what, a lot about him. And he was just saying that how it's really difficult to, to, to take over a club in America or, or any sport, and you need you need absolute billions, apparently. Or, or quite a lot of money, anyway, shall we say. And he said it was just a, somewhat of an easy hit just to go, right, Crawley, bang, we can have that, and go sh- try and get up the leagues. And he was trying to, like, I think I'm sure he was talking about, like, um, what team... He would, he would, they were thinking about taking over and they said it would have been easier to take over a Portuguese side because they could have smashed it into the Champions League. I was thinking, how are you coming up with these type of um, theories is. of... So that's, that's interesting. It's I like he's gone out to buy a meal for that. one. He started an M&S and he's ended up with a tin of Bob's Bastard Beans. <laughs> that's what's happened there. Well, it is. <laughs> Well, I mean, obviously, if he's talking about like sporting Lisbon and then he's like, can you imagine then, coming home to the missus? Love, I've got a great idea. We're going to buy sporting Lisbon. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, Portuguese holiday. Can't wait. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, we haven't bought sporting Lisbon. What have we bought? Uh, yeah, Crawley. No. Right. Crawley. It's like the sporting Lisbon of England. It's exactly the same. Lisbon and Crawley are twinned. He's just gone on eBay, hasn't yeah. he? And gone like sort via finishes soon, like finishes first, and just bought whatever's whatever's going. That'll do. Free postage and packaging. I'll have two of them. <laughs> Classic. Speaking of which, we were once uh, put up on sale on eBay when we were desperate for really? a owner. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, so, didn't someone do that as a joke? No, no. It was le- legitimate. Just before oh, that was they legit. Was it? I thought it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. was a piss take. No. No, we were up on eBay. No bids. Oh, no bids. Shocking. <laughs> You're not tempted. No. <laughs> not at £4 a pop for a season ticket card holder. No, you can't. Yeah, that could have been money. your choice. That could have been you. You could have had it as two quid a pop for your charge. Or the, yeah, exactly, yeah. 
Oh, Greg, think about this. Um, keeping on the track of Crawley Town, um, they just recently signed uh, Dom Telford. Like, obviously, decent, somewhat of a decent goal scorer. You look at his, his record for Newport. I think it's fifty-two games. He scored nearly thirty. Um, it, that's a quite a decent signing. That I don't know if anybody who knows much about Dom Telford would, would say if you can get him got firing on all great. cylinders. Loads. Surely to God. Surely to God in League Two. Do you know Dom Telford? But... Yeah, he's a, he's a cracking goal scorer. I think he's a cracking goal scorer. I just think he needs... Um, I can't remember who it was now. He played a long time for Newport. He needs... Um, I can't remember the fellow's name now. There was a fellow who was assisted him quite a lot for Newport last season, who I think has gone elsewhere as well, but not Crowley. I think without... Again, I'm hoping somebody will be able to correct me on this when I bring the fellow's name up, whose name completely escapes me. Do apologise to the person. Um... I think without him, Telford may struggle, possibly. Um, he seems to score his goals in bursts, from what I remember. He seems to score every week for about about two, three months and then goes on a barren spell. Um, because my view being, if he'd scored that many goals in Newport, would have made the playoffs last season. Um, whereas they fell away, rather like Tramia, but arguably more dramatically. Um, they completely fell away. So he's an interesting player. He could play above League Two. I do like the look of him. Wasn't he a player of the season last season in League Two? Or no, it was a Forest Green player, wasn't he? I think he was nominated, I'll wasn't, check. He, wasn't he, for like for like centre forward of the season or something like that? I could be wrong, where he got in the team of the season or I don't know. I do like Dom Telford, but then I, I you see these players have like one or two good seasons in the right blend of a team and then they go to another side and it just doesn't work out for them. I don't know. Newport really, Finn um, Finn Azaz. Imagine two player of the Azar, yeah, that that that's much better pronunciation. It might be Finn, it efforts. might be Finn Azaz, who, who was the one who was like helping Dom Telford out, and you're thinking, well, yeah. Finn Azaz, is he going to be? No, so I said his name a few times. Now to make sure I definitely knew it. Obviously, I completely remembered him. It's um, actually changed sorry. all four times we've said it. We've got the Finn bit right though, which <laughs> congratulations, yeah, Finn. Yeah, apologies, Finn. Changing your name to Debo is quick these days. <laughs> You definitely won't be listening, Finn, but uh, if you are, we do apologise for one, for getting your name and then pronouncing it wrong about 20 times. And two, for um, being completely illiterate. I'll yeah. speak for myself. I mean, the simple, <laughs> the simple, the simple fact is, have an easier name to pronounce, Finn. That, that'll be, you know, it's your fault. Yeah, Finn, <laughs> it's your fault. You know, for having such a complicated sounding name. I mean, blame his parents for that one. It's it's really not that difficult. Finn, as as it's not difficult. But hey. Um... So, yeah, League Two. League Two will be League Two. League Two will always be just your combination of dog and duck football, a bit of quality, and, as always, impossible to call. Yes, Greg, one. I've got... I just want to crowbar a little one in and then we can move on from League Two. But the, 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 King, the King has returned to Rochdale. The King has returned, Ian Henderson. Um, under 28 goals. A League goals. Two side who can sign a striker. I like it. I like the sound of that. You went. Oh, sorry. Did I go off? I you said a, a League Two side that can sign a striker. I like the sound of that. You've gone into a bit of a robotic voice there, Deck. I think the internet went down a little bit. You might want to say that again, mate. Sorry, I don't think we heard that. Your internet's gone a bit funny, I think, Deck. Am I back now? Yes, you are now. So that, Excellent. Yeah, sorry, I can talk rubbish then. Um, I've actually forgotten my point. Oh, yeah. Um, a League Two side who can sign a striker. I like the sound of that. 
uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was getting to the point where I was hoping Rose would get James Vaughan out of retirement. It was getting that bad. Um, but yeah, I know what a great sign for Dale. I know we'd had a few years at Salford, um, and I know that the Dale fans are buzzing. He's back. How old's he now? About forty. Though to be He's, fair, I mean, yeah, 30, He's I mean, 37, no age. No age. No, don't get me wrong. He's he's a very he's a very fit guy, and he's you know I don't mean that in like a hey hey you know I'm coming out. Mm, kind hello, but, steady on, Jimmy. Yeah, hello, he's good looking. He's, he's, he's good looking. Don't get me wrong. He's a good looking <laughs> bloke, but I'm not that way inclined. Even if I was, I wouldn't be that bothered. But no, um, like he, he look he looks after himself. You can tell, and he's still going to add something. But and he's going to be that experience. He's like Ronaldo. Field, I know you. Oh yeah, yeah he's, well, the two, Ronaldo, he's the league two it's, it's Ronaldo. He's basically the same. Of course he is. He's the Rochdale Ronaldo. Christi- no, I'm joking. I'm kidding. Cristiano Rajando. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Right. Um, it's going to be interesting because obviously we briefly spoke about this in the group chat, but obviously 100, nearly 130 goals in his first stint at Rochdale, and there's some. Yeah, he, he had like there was something that I used to always see on Twitter about how his goal averages were on level with Aguero at the time or something ridiculous, and he's thinking mm. what. And it was like him and Aguero every other week or whatever it is. So, yes, he, he, you know, obviously he was good when he was in his, you know, early 30s and things like that. And he's some iconic goals. He's four goals off the Rochdale all-time um, goal-scoring list, which is Reg Jenkins. So he could potentially do it. He could, he could just get five goals and he's there, which is something that, that obviously... How long, how long is his contract, Greg? Is it two years? It's one year... With an idea to roll in whatever you want to call it, so it's one year, one year contract. Not being that guy, I would quite laugh. Say again, Matt. I would quite laugh if we got to May and he hadn't broken the goal scoring record. That would be a little bit funny. I mean, (laughs) it wouldn't, and it would. Bit of irony. How long has Rochdale's goal scoring record been standing for? Because your top goal scorer ever's he's called Reg. That's a long time ago. (laughs) No one's been called Reg since about 1953. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Apart from Reg Dwight, but he's not a footballer. Um, have, we got, have we got a cat on the podcast? Is that we have? A yeah, it's next door's cat. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> How many animals stray into your house? I don't know. It's like a zoo. It, it's it's a lot. That's Jake. This is next door's cat. He just wanders in. That's the first cat we've had on the pod. It's a bloody fat cat. <laughs> he can oh, hear you, you know. He can hear you, yeah. Is he Steve at... Evans' cat? <laughs> I'm going to say we should get yeah, Steve Evans. Yeah, I'm just not calling him Steve Evans. Steve Evans' No cat, one's going to reference him. Is he called Steve Gammon? Cat. There you go. We've got it, finally, finally. Steve Evans' oh, is cat. <laughs> oh, amazing. Right, moving There on it is, gents. We, we can sign off now. We've got the, we've got the name yeah, of episode Pete. one. Got it, sorted. Right, join us next time. No, um... Sports Social Podcast Network.